Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Take a listen to today's episode, The Formation of Fear, as a part of the Twist series. I think you may be surprised at the fear that I'm actually talking about. It's what Jesus feared. The only thing I can find in Scripture that He feared. And we need this same godly fear formed and shaped in us so that we may see all things from His point of view and then let Him make it real inside of us. I love you all. Take a listen. Share with your friends. Pass on the podcast, Tent Talk with Nancy McCrady, and help us to reach a wider group of people that may be needing to hear the same type of encouragement and, uh, and direction and conversation. I hope that you will help me to get this message out as we are having big conversations under the tent of God's presence. I love you all. Talk to you soon. All right, here is a little bit of twist. T-W-I-S-T, the way I see things. More and more I pray that I am seeing things uh, the way the Father sees them and the way he specifically shows them to me as he's forming in me his mind, his heart, his life, his nature. Paul said in Galatians 4.19, I am in pain again. I am in the travail to see Christ formed in you. Is this becoming not the old twist of crooked things, but if you will, the twist of true formation inside of us, God's sons? Are we seeing things as he sees them? Is he able to put his view inside our view? Are we sitting with him? Like right now, you can hear all the sounds of my current life. (laughs) I am in transition today, getting ready to leave Legnitsa, Poland, and head to Hereford, Germany. And so you can hear my laundry going in the background. You can hear the oscillating fans going here in my uh, flat, in my apartment that I have the privilege of staying in while I'm near Legnitsa, Poland, but I'm actually in Vanitsa, Poland. It's a great village uh, here in Poland. And so the fans are going, the laundry is going, right? Because this is like real life, okay? This is what it's like when we're traveling, when we're going from place to place and doing what it is that God has given us. We, we wouldn't want to uh, appear as though things are like glamorous, right? Would we? Because because that's not even necessary, right? We need no glamorous twist upon things, right? And so I could think, well, I can't do it because there's too much noise in the background. Okay, so my friends, with the days that are coming ahead, if you can't block out noise, <laughs> then you might not, you know, be able to, you know, keep walking. So maybe this is me giving you a little bit of practice (laughs) to learn what it means to lean in and listen while there's a lot of background noise. Okay, so so here we go. I just last night had the privilege of 
uh, speaking in Bolesławis, uh, uh, Poland, about 45 minutes from where I'm staying, uh, at a church that is an extension of Anastasis Church that I am deeply involved with here in Legnica. And uh, they've just begun a, a deep work there, and I had the privilege of going there to speak to them. And the night before that, I had the opportunity to speak uh, to the leadership of Anastasis Church. So these are places that are deeply connected. And Bolesławis, uh, Poland, is famous for the pottery that comes out of there, and it's shipped out all over the world from this place where I was at last night. And uh, I was talking to both groups on Tuesday and Wednesday night about this thought that God uh, recently um, shared with me as I was listening to someone else. I was already thinking, of course, about the deep abiding development of Christ in us and how Paul said, you know, I am again in the, in the, in the birth travail to see Christ formed in you. And then I heard this statement that the house of God uh, must become a forming house, not a performing house. And oh, you know that my bottle rockets went off inside. I was like, yes, Lord, thank you for this sentence that so succinctly says uh, what is really happening in the house, what is really necessary also something else uh, that I shared was that the ambitions of God's house are shifting. The ambitions of man are absolutely getting ready to be slaughtered so that the true ambition of God, the true goal, the true ambition of God's sons can be known as that he has become <laughs> our necessary goal being with him, staying with him, and not making it some romanticized thing, right? Can we stop fantasizing, romanticizing what we think all that's going to be? And can it just be in the midst of the sound of the washing machine going and the fans going and packing our bags or doing our chores at home? And yes, discipling nations, yes, but what do we think all of that really means? And then whatever context that means for your assignment, Right? Can that just be the ongoing furthering of our life in him and with him? That just as Jesus was formed from a babe all the way up to a full-grown man, from the nepios, right? There are five words, five words in the Greek that talk about these stages of sonship, if you will. There is nepios from the babe to technon to padion to neoniskos all the way up to the weos, the fully mature son. And Jesus was formed and shaped by Holy Spirit through all of his life, through all of the stages, if you will, the phases of growing up, right? He was being formed and shaped and coming forth as who he was, but it required much learning, much learning through many endurings, it says in Hebrews 5, that he learned obedience through the things that he suffered, right? Are we willing to suffer, to endure, to go through things that we might learn of him and learn obedience and have Christ actually formed 
inside of us, shaped in us. You can be the possessor of his life, but are we ones who are allowing the forming and shaping of that life within to go from a baby to a full-grown son and whatever that may require? Will there be those who will allow this, just like Jesus had to, that will allow this shaping of his life, the formation of him within us. We were shaped and formed by iniquity, right? We all know the twist that was in us and and came as sin shaped us throughout our lives and made us caricatures and, and grotesque formations at times within, right? How much more, oh, Father, shape your life within me. I have new life. Don't shape my goodness, right? Don't just get rid of my evil. No, let the severing power of the cross work deep within to catapult us out from the old and into the new experientially that we might actually grow up. And I've been sharing over these last few days as God has been speaking to me about this for me, therefore I share it with others, because we're bringing direction to the body of Christ. We're not trying to define it. We're not trying to say we know exactly what God is doing. I mean, it's like, really? Come on. (laughs) We are staying with him as he unfolds his plan. And if we can't stay with him and be okay just being with him, Right? Some of us, we know, we know ourselves, right? We just want to know. Just tell me what it's going to be. Just tell me the details and I'll get right on it, right? Just tell me so I know that I know. And he's like, just stay with me. I'll let you know as we go, right? Can you just feel your flesh getting crucified right there, right? Because the word says in Galatians 5 16 and 17 that it's by walking in the Spirit that flesh is crucified. Hmm? Walking, staying, remaining with him, spirit to spirit. Is it okay if you know him and not every detail of what's coming? I'm going to say that again because I probably need to hear that. Is it okay to just be with him and know him and not every single detail of what's coming? If he has told you, stop this, step out, um, go here, do this, then be okay with that next that next step of obedience. Because this is what I'm really trying to get at, okay? Sorry for the uh, last nine minutes and 27 seconds, okay? (laughs) No, not really. I'm not sorry for it. It takes that to get to this. This is a part of the deep formation of Christ in us, of what he allowed to be formed and shaped in him. You see, my friends, there was only one thing it says that Jesus feared. Hmm? Would you want to know this one thing that he feared? He feared being separated from the Father. Can I submit to you that a major aspect of the fear of the Lord, the fear of Jesus, is he did not fear the Father. He feared being separated from the Father. And it was called a godly fear. The reverence, the value, the admiration and adoration of the Son to the Father was so great. (laughs) Was so great. Stay with me. 
was so great that it was called in the Greek in Hebrews 5, 7, it was called a horror. H-O-R-R-O-R. It was a horror to be separated from the Father. But we, you see, have been so used to living separate from Him. Many other things may scare us, right? Any of you that ever listened to my podcast in the past called Boo, right? So many things scare us, so many anxieties, so many concerns, so many what-ifs, right? But for Jesus, this was formed and shaped in Him from a babe to a full-grown man. Hmm? that this is the one thing that he feared. And it wasn't a human fear. It was godly fear. Hmm? So I'm going to read this scripture to you. I encourage you to look at it yourself as we uh, get, if you will, the true twist, the way I see things. Ah, now I see things, Father, from your point of view and from your point of view, Jesus. The way I see things is that the fear of the Lord is I fear being separated from Him. So I'm staying. I'm staying out of this deep, deep, profound, holy mixture of fear and love. Love and fear. Oh, Father, I love you. You've put your life within me that I fear not what may happen to me. I do not fear what others may cook up against me. I don't fear what man can do to me. I fear that I would separate myself from you in the midst of all of that. Hmm? Because everything that comes at us, my friends, from hell and from hell through people or events or circumstances, everything, everything, its goal is to get man to continuously separate himself from the Father. You've heard me say it before. The rally cry of hell is keep those sons from that Father. If they ever know him, we've lost it because they won't count their own life dear. This is what it said in Revelation twelve eleven. We overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, by the Word of our testimony, and it says, and they did not love their own life even unto death. My friends, are we willing to truly have Christ formed in us? You can't accomplish that on your own. It's not possible. But you do share in the life of Jesus Christ himself. And the very formation that was done in Jesus through the course of his day in and day out life can now happen in us, and we must have it. We must have this formation of fear. The formation of the fear of the Lord. We have the capacity for it. Will we allow the formation of it? And will we then promote a house of God that is a forming house where people can come in and know Christ and then He can be formed in them that they might truly become sons to the Father so as to accomplish whatever assignments and great exploits it is that he has put within them that he wants to realize through his sons. Can this actually happen? Well, if the house stops being a performing house, it can. We are a forming house. We are being formed. And then we are saying, Father, now send us out. Use us in any way that you see proper with anyone, right? 
Let it be in ourselves. Let it be in our homes. Let it be in the church, right? The tent of God, this magnificent building of God where his presence is the core, the hub, the fire of our existence. Could it be? So, as the washing machine goes to high spin, <laughs> let me share with you Hebrews 5:7 from the Amplified Classic. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up definite, special petitions for that which he not only wanted, but needed, and supplications with strong crying and tears to him who was always able to save him out from death. And he was heard because of his reverence towards God, his godly fear, his piety, in that he shrank from the horrors of separation from the bright presence of the Father. Verse 8, although he was a son, he learned active, special obedience through what he suffered. Verse 9, and his completed experience, making him perfectly equipped, he became the author and source of eternal salvation to all those who give heed and obey him. Oh, my friends, could it be that now the formation of true fear within us could happen? Oh, Father, that we too might shrink shrink away oh to recoil at the very thought of the horror of being separated from your bright presence this is why we stay my friends i don't need to know all the details that are coming i can see a few things on the horizon i can sense them but to get specific strategic um instruction from him therefore there then my obedience will follow I must stay with him and lean into him. It's for his sake anyway. I don't need all of these things. He desires them and therefore I want them for his sake. Now who is that talking? <laughs> That's Christ in me, in Nancy. Hmm? His life being formed in me, his mind, his, his way of seeing things. It's being formed and shaped in me that it's actually me, he and I are one. I'm not trying to be passionate about the things of God. He's bringing it forth within me. And I sound like him because I share in him. Let's don't make that something that it's not. And let's don't leave it on the, on the wayside, right, untouched and undeveloped. Let's quit trying to be so spiritual. Let's quit trying to impress others. Let's let the actual formation of Christ happen in us. Right where you are today. Right where I am today. Sitting here. In my flat. Fans blowing. Washing machine going. Talking into the little microphone that makes the podcast possible. Can we just let it be what it really is? So if you're sitting on your couch. If you're driving in your car. If you're... You know, wherever you are at this moment, you've got your headphones in, doing your chore list, you know, you're running, you're walking, whatever it may be, can you simply say with me, Father, I will stay so that Christ can be formed in me. Because that same true 
godly fear of the Lord, of Jesus, is being formed in me. Is I would rather be with you, Father, and remain with you than anything else. Now listen clearly and carefully, no matter where that may lead me. You see, Jesus, though he did not um, look forward to being separated from the Father, why did he allow himself to be fully separated from the Father was because he was taking on our previous condition. And he endured the horrors of being separated from the Father so that you could be restored to the Father. Are we willing to endure? We don't have to go through separation from the Father. It may feel like it at times as we go the way of Jesus. But my friends, I don't have to experience the horror of being separated from the Father. But if I remain with Him and stay with Him, oh, there might be some things in the future that uh, may be (laughs) quite intense. Hmm? I don't know what may be coming in the finishing of my race. Do you know everything that's coming for you to finish your race? No, but He does. And He wants to get us ready today. That's why we're having conversations under the big tent of God's presence. That's why he's talking to us today. That's why he's saying, trust me today, though you may not see the the necessity of why things must be like they are. It's because he's forming the actual trust and faith of Jesus that's inside of me. And that's my only hope of trusting the Father, no matter what may come. I'm not humanly able to do that. You're not humanly able to do that. Don't put any faith in your zeal for God. Hmm? That's what Peter was before the cross. On the other side of the cross and the outpouring of Holy Spirit, which was made possible by the cross, the actual life, the cross life, was put inside Peter. And that he knew that was his only way of remaining loyal. My friends, it's the only way for the brethren, (laughs) for us to be loyal, is let that trust, let the loyalty of Jesus himself be formed in you. Don't grit your teeth and try to do it. Don't be condemned because you can't. Yield. Say, Father, I'm staying. And you form Christ literally in me. And then be a part of a forming house, my friends, where he leads you. Let us believe for this in his house, that she will cease being a performing house, an external house, a how-do-we-look house, Hmm? driven by the ambitions of man. No, no. The ambitions of the house are shifting. The fear of the Lord is being formed and shaped within. And we will go forward with him as we stay. So this, my friends, is my twist on things today. The way I see things today. And oh, it's being formed and shaped more and more as I go. So I love you all. I'm leaving Poland today uh, for a little bit. Going into Germany, and from Germany, I will then fly home from Amsterdam. I'll be home on family holiday for a few weeks, and then come August 5th, I'll fly back into Europe. My friends, it's just the ebb and flow of our life. Hmm? Let him reveal to you the ebb and flow of your life. I don't do, oh, ministry, and then home, and then this, and then church. and then. I have one life, my friends. I'm one person, so are you. Let's learn to let him cause us to simply walk with him. 
that takes you down the street or around the world. Hmm? Hmm? One's not more glamorous than the other. Hmm? I mean, really, I flew 15 hours so I could do my laundry. <laughs> Come on, everybody, let's have a, a good belly laugh today, right? Right out of the belly of the Spirit of God, right? I mean, come on, let's let it be of Him, about Him, for Him. That is the greatest depths of freedom we will ever experience, is oneness with Him. As it was with Jesus, so it is in us, His people and His brethren. So, as the laundry ends, I will also end this podcast, and I pray that this is what is happening in you, for wherever you are, whether you've been with the Lord a year, five years, 20 years, whatever uh, place you are in your growing up, and the true discipling of your life, I pray that you will know the deep love of God, and that the true fear of the Lord will be formed and shaped inside of you, that you would say... Mm. No, I'll just stay with him. I'd rather be with him than go out on my own and try to figure it all out. I'm abiding with you, Father. So there you have it. I love you all. I'll talk to you soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.